You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Darnielle Jervie Harmon. If this is your first time joining me for the podcast, here's what I'd like for you to know about me. First and foremost, I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Second, I don't do hustle and grind. I do spirituality and systems. And you might be wondering, what in the devil is an incredible factor? And if so, I invite you to go all the way back to the very first episode of this podcast. It's aptly titled, Exactly What is the Incredible Factor? There's even a cool worksheet that I want you to do that will help you to find yours. Oh, I will likely say some things that will make you laugh, a few things that could make you cry, and definitely make you question if you are ready to leverage your incredible factor. Remember, I'm a coach, and my job is to tell you what you don't want to hear and show you what you don't want to see, all to help you to become who God created you to be. I'm so excited that you're here. This episode is powered by the Six Figure Cashflow Club, our exclusive Facebook group where you can hang out with me and other aspiring and achieving six figure cash flow entrepreneurs to learn systems, strategies, and scale opportunities to take your business to the next level. In today's episode, oh my goodness, I am over the moon excited, you guys. I am chatting with the absolutely phenomenal, incredible Aprielle Franks. Let me read a little bit about Aprielle with you. Aprielle Franks is a master business coach and purveyor of all things domination. Her brand, Domination Nation with Aprielle Franks, is a next level consulting firm that helps modern day authors, speakers, and coaches to create profitable brands that influence and impact the world. To date, Aprielle's brands have reached over a million with transformational training, coaching, and support, establishing her as a go-to expert for purpose-driven entrepreneurs who want to do business on a higher plane and in turn reap higher profits. Can I just take a moment and tell you that you are in for the most amazing treat ever. I have some pretty bad friends. I just have to be honest. I know some really amazing people. And when I think about this interview with April, there are so many times you will hear my purple hand clap go off because there was just so much that we shared. We had a much needed conversation about the difference between having a permission-based relationship with your spouse and moving into a partnership. And this actually comes up so often for both April and I because we work primarily with women. And when you've worked with as many women as we do, you're constantly hearing women say, I need to ask my spouse. And they're asking their spouse if they can make an investment to take their business to the next level. Listen. And my favorite part of the interview was the whole interview. Yes, you're going to need to listen to this interview three, four, five times. In fact, you might even want to go ahead and have it transcribed so that you can read it like a book. There's so many powerful nuggets that we share with you in this particular episode. But if I really had to nail down my favorite part of the interview, I would say it's when we talked about how to make the shift from the permission-based relationship that you've gotten yourself into and really establish a partnership. 
April shared, April shared a very, very powerful one-page perspectives that you can create for your husband to help him to become an investor in your business. Yo, you need this in your life. It will change your mind. Listen, if you really, really, really want to learn how to be partners with your husband, you know, your husband didn't marry a CEO. He married a wife, right? But there's an opportunity for everything to shift. So grab pen and paper and listen in. Let's jump into my interview with Aprielle Franks. Hi, Aprielle. I'm excited to welcome you to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast. Hey. Um, as we get started, I want you to take a moment and just tell everybody who you are in your own words. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. You know, I love all things talking. <laughs> um, so, hey, everybody, welcome to um, this edition where I get to share um, with you all and Danielle. I am April Franks, Master Business Coach, all things influencer dominating. Uh, we work with influencers, CEOs, people that want to leverage their businesses online and creating community credibility and cash flow. Um, I love what I do. I enjoy helping people at the crux of who I am. It really is about the economic empowerment of women, both not just money, but also just their internal um, growth is really important to me and being able to sustain the, their own lives, to contribute to their households, to grow communities um, mm -hmm. outside of those households. Um, so in a nutshell, that's what I do. I'm very blunt, straight to the point. Um, not for everybody, but for a lot of bodies. And that's it. That's me. That's why I love you, because you're like me. Let's just get to it. So we, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is just first and foremost, just because I love you. You know, I know our relationship is new, but it is so genuine and we support and edify one another and we can you know, stand in each other's shine in our moments and watch us do our things and only support and celebrate one another, which I just love that about us. Um, and, you know, I'm newly married and I know you're newly divorced. And so I thought it would be really cool because we both work with a lot of women to yeah. have a real candid conversation about being in business, being in relationship, marriage, whatever the case might be, and yeah. why you might not be getting the support that you want from your spouse as you endeavor to build this business and what to do about it and how to not let it, you know, wreck your shine and do what it is that you need to do. Because it can be hard if your number one doesn't support everything that it is that yeah. you're doing. Right? Yeah, if your number one is your number 15. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Like in my story, um, just really quick, because I think it'll be great for the people who are listening. I took longer to get married. I got married five days before my 42nd birthday because I bought into the fallacy and the belief that I wouldn't be able to keep a man because I was a strong, getting it done, making it happen kind of woman. So men would be quote unquote intimidated by me. And I, for a lot of years, April, I believed them. I was like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna put my head down. I'm gonna make this money and then I'll figure it out, you know, later. And then eventually I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I got a lot of money, but it ain't keeping me warm at night. And there are other things I want. So I have to do this work in me to figure out. Down, but yeah. <laughs> right? There's, there's only so much the money can do. Oh, yeah. And, um, and, and I was not willing to settle for any old man. I wanted a man who would love everything about me and that, you know, I'm a woman who gets it done and makes it happen and makes a lot of money while she's doing it and not be intimidated by that and not be... Um, 
not be not be sideline hating right exactly yeah but doing this thing letting me do my thing and together we can do our thing and loving every minute of it because i think it's about you know being having joy and i know you know what we've talked offline about in your own journey which i'm going to invite you to share in two seconds it was about being and having the joy and that joy being gone and that's what made you make a different decision so um share your journey because yours you know again totally different from mine being a newlywed and all yeah yeah i think um you know because I do talk to a lot of women and I'm, I'm very passionate about women getting their ish together. Mm-hmm. And, um, let me tell you where this came from. We're, we're in the middle of a product launch and, and this happens every time, you know, that we, no matter what, you know, someone wants to do, a woman wants to do something and, and she has to go talk to her husband and, and by, and, and, and please hear what I'm saying. By no means am I saying, that um, you don't need to have those conversations with your spouse. Every single relationship is different. Some couples need that conversation. Some couples don't. Mm-hmm. I was in a relationship where I didn't. I never had to have that conversation. Um, now, what I find is that the disappointment when it's permission based, when it's a permission based relationship and not a partnership. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is when women say, I need to ask my husband if I can do this. Mm-hmm. And when you want to do this, because what's, what that does in my mind is that that removes you as a partner and now you're a dependent. Yes. You, you're, okay, you become on. a dependent. We got to let that breathe for a minute because that was so juicy. And I love that what you said, if you're in a permission-based relationship versus a partnership, because I'm like you, Abriel, I mean, not not trying to be disrespectful to my husband, but I'm not asking for permission to do anything in my business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the assumption that because I know how to think and reason, and I know that if I'm going to make an investment, I'm going to make good on the investment, that you're going to support the fact that I chose to make this particular investment to move things forward so we don't need to have a conversation about it in advance. Mm-hmm. But that's me, like you said, right? Some women... You know, they don't have their own money or their husband only knows who they used to be. And every week they're trying to be somebody different in business and he's sick of it. Like, but that whole permission base versus yeah. partnership. And, and, and then don't get, and then for, for the, for the, for the viewers and the listeners, you know, it's like, you know, if you want to, and I can, and I got some one, two, threes for you. So if you want me to drop some one, two, threes, I can do that in, this, in two seconds, but finish this off first. And so it's, it's one of these things where if you really think about it, right? The, I feel like women, we always want to help, right? We want to help everyone. We're already helping everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't you want to be in a relationship that is a true partnership where you are communicating and you're saying, not can I do this, but how can we make this happen? Right. Because what I find is that the women are so disheartened. They're mm-hmm. just disheartened. And it does nothing positive for the relationship for a woman to have a desire to do something and the, per- and the person that stood in her way is her spouse mm-hmm. when he could have said yes. Yeah. Or they could have found a way. Or what are the alternatives? Mm-hmm. Or what can we do instead? And those are conversations I think need to be had. And I think women need to view themselves because what's happening is women are making themselves second-class citizens in the household, mm-hmm. not the men. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need you to unpack that a little bit. Well, I mean, where your opinion doesn't matter, mm-hmm. where it's not an equal voice. I don't believe that it's not an equal voice. Be it the man is the head and you are the neck that's rolling the head around, however you want to phrase it. Right. Um, 
I think women are digressing in their relationships and they're muting themselves because mm-hmm. they don't feel like they can say what they want. You know, why do you think that's happening. Why, why are women muting themselves? Lack of confidence, self-worth, mm. so-called peace mm-hmm. that ends up being unpeaceful. It's peaceful on the, on the, on the, on the, you know, with the facade of it, but their internal peace is just, is totally disrupted. Mm. You know, I feel like their internal peace is totally disrupted and it's, um, and so it's sad for me to watch and a woman to come to me and said, he said, no. Like how, how damaging is that for a relationship? Yeah. You know, because you're not going to not feel something. Right. When that's said, because you have the desire. Right. right? And you're not going to not feel something. And, and I, and I, and I hate for women to have to come to me and say that. Yeah. So is it because they are taking the money out of the household that they feel like they need to get permission or is it just because they're not exactly because they're not making the money that they gotcha. that they sh- that they should and or could, or they're not being asked resource for, or they do- or they have not yet tapped into specifically a you or a me or someone that can actually help them. Gotcha. See how they can generate the money to actually make that mm-hmm. because that's that's one of my things too. It really doesn't exist this whole I can't afford thing. Because no, there's no such thing. Not when you're an entrepreneur. You have a printing press out back. You can make money whenever you want. Whenever you want, if, if a bill came up tomorrow that was $25,000, I would create a $5,000 program and go sell five of them. Like I would never, I would never not be able to do whatever it is I want to do. Like, yeah. so, it, so it, it sounds like it's mindset, which mm-hmm. we can't escape mindset. I know listeners of the podcast are like another episode on mindset. You know why? Because mindset is everything and it doesn't really matter. It, and it's you said also lack of confidence, trying to keep the peace that is unpeaceful and not understanding the value of their contribution in the household. Yes. So, so how, what do we do? Like, how, how do we, and I, I know the answer, but I want to hear it from your perspective. Yeah. How do we help a woman that has a business idea that is viable, that could with the right mentorship truly unlock a business that her husband could get excited about and it yeah. would generate more for their household if if she has to go get permission and he told her no. How do how do we help her? What do, what do you say in this? I think scenario? I think one of the things that women have to understand number one is the reason why um, he may not be supporting you the way that you want mm-hmm. is number one um, failure is acceptable. Mm. You know, you cannot just drop the mic like that because you look like you was about to go on to the next one. Uh-uh, you got to unpack that. <laughs> failure, failure is acceptable to your husband. Mm. He's okay with you not... He's he, Because he married a woman. He didn't marry a CEO necessarily. Sometimes he married the CEO. <laughs> I'm just ready. <laughs> that was good. But you understand what I'm saying? Listen, you know what just happened? That was a purple hand clap moment. <laughs> Failure is acceptable to your husband because he married a woman, not a CEO. April, if you wasn't in Vegas and I wasn't in Delaware, girl, I'd smack you right now. <laughs> that was so good. Okay. All I right. mean, really. And so that's one of the things. That's that's the number one thing is that you got to realize that no matter what you do, he's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's just a, a big realization. It's like, 
you don't actually have to be that successful for him to keep loving you. You he could have found you at the piggly wiggly. Right. And it makes him feel like a man because there is no questioning his ability to provide for you if you can't provide because your business is whack. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Then I think the second thing is that um the lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. And 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 when I say that, I mean being very emotional about your stance, mm-hmm. you know, um, instead of confident about your position, just being emotional about it, you know, in general and saying, instead of saying, you know, this is, this is who I am. This is what I, this is how I see myself inside of this relationship. Um, and really like having a conversation. I think that women's confidence, as I alluded to earlier, is just really damaged right now. I don't think that women are feeling strong. And I think one of the things you have to recognize uh, why he isn't supporting you is because he's seen that. He's seen all the vulnerabilities. He's seen you boo-hoo crying, wallowing out. He's seen you upset with your weight up and down. He's seen all of these things and, and it's, and it's damaged you. So even when you do come to him, you don't, you haven't, you're not even confident in your own vision. Yeah. That's but good. you're trying to, but you're trying to sell it to him, but he ain't buying it because buying it. I would say those are the he knew you wins, right? Like your husband, because he's, you know, unless it's a situation like mine where my husband, we've been together for like three years, four years. But, um, you know, y'all, most of these people have been married for 20 plus years and he knew you when you was right out of college and, you know, you were lazy and you were big, but doing small. Like he knew you win, all of that was going on. And so now you come with the fire and you can't sustain the fire because as soon as he starts talking, he um, he immediately takes you all the way back to the girl he met in college. Mm-hmm. And you stay there, stuck, not believing in yourself and in your vision. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, so that's number two. And then we're going to come back. After we break all of these symptoms down, we're going to come back and we're going to fortify you to tell you what you can start to do to change this in your direction. Yeah. So that if initially you do need to borrow money from the household in order to get the business yes. running, you'll be able to do it in a respectful manner that he can definitely respect because men are very logical. So we'll yep. talk about that in a second. What's, what's number three? I think the third thing is um, that, oh my gosh, it was right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, in regards to what I this is a, a, I think a huge disruption within relationships, which is, I think there is a separation between, there's a gap in growth. And for the spiritual community, it would be unequally yoked. Meaning, it's not that this isn't the right mate for you, it's that one person grew and the other person stayed the same. There was no communication, one person, typically the woman a lot of times. A lot of times it's the women. We are seeking, we are going to church, we are, listening to self-improvement podcasts. We're doing all these things. Meanwhile, the men's over here doing their, um, you know, well, you know, just to be, you know, just, I'm just in generalizations, I'm speaking, you know, but they're not evolving together. So when you do have an ask or you have something, you're so not connected Mm -hmm. that it's easy to tell, you no. Right. It's easy to say no to you because I'm not connected like that. And and no one wants to talk about that. Everyone wants to communicate, but I don't believe communication is the issue. I believe connection is the issue. Because I can't communicate with someone I'm not connected to. Okay. I don't need words to be connected to you. I need a drink. That's how (laughs) for those of you who are listening. I need a drink. 
<laughs> okay, like I could take this point number three in so many different directions, but I do want to pull on it a little bit because I do agree with you. This gap in growth, or like you said, if, if it's a face-based thing, the unequally yoked, mm-hmm. um, I think that is really, really big. I love that. Women are speaking mm-hmm. and men and are staying. They are, and it causes resentment. Yeah. Right? So it causes resentment in, in the woman that, oh my God, why aren't you coming with me? I'm exploring these things. Did you listen to this video from so-and-so? And the man is like, but this is who you married. Right. Ugh. This is who I am. Wow. And you're saying, and this is who I, and that is who I was. Right. And, and, right. and that creates, I think, discourse. And then there is no connection to even, you know, come up with this family plan. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth thing I would say is in regards to when you're actually sitting down for the ask, really, before you even get there, bring the businesswoman, leave the wife at home. Mm. Take your husband to dinner, print out, write on, a, on uh, type up on one sheet, you know, say, I want to take you to a dinner. I have something I have something I want to propose that's going to help grow our family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really want I really need your undivided attention. Mm-hmm. I think in that document, you can say. This is what I want to do. This is why. This is the type of support I need from you. Mm-hmm. This is what it's going to require of me. This is how much whatever I'm wanting to do is. Mm-hmm. This is how much money I am str- uh, striving to bring into the household to, you know, contribute to alleviate whatever debts and the kids at school, you know, for us to go on more vacations, whatever your things are. Right. I think the women have to remove the emotion from the, uh, from the ask mm-hmm. instead of going and say, babe, um, then you see April has a course and I want it, you know, here she mm-hmm. is. And they're like, well, you was excited about the last five courses. So, right. you know, no, we, we can't afford that right now. Right. And, and what's happening is the women, they are not, they are not good at articulating the value in the way that we've articulated it to them. Mm-hmm. So they bought in and they know they need it. Right. But they can't then articulate that to the spouse. The spouse is like, all I see is a dollar sign and a face on a page. Right. I don't get it. So I think in going to him, you know, it's really important to have those ducks in a row, print it out, have a copy for you, have a copy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to pillow talk later, pillow talk later. But first, seal the deal. Right. Have a conversation. And go, come into the conversation from the standpoint of this is our family. This is our legacy that we're building not this is what I want to do. Right. You know, and I think if you come into it from that perspective, then it's easier to get um, buy-in. And it's, and it's not permission asking. It's not, can I do this? It's how can we make this work for us? And I think that's a conversation that's not being had. I yeah. think men are looking at their wives saying, okay, she gone rogue online, listening to April and Darielle, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and I don't think that's the case. So I think the presentation needs to be more professional businesswoman because that's sexy too. Right. Right. Played, played right. You're, you're absolutely right. And I, I love what you said, bring the businesswoman, leave the wife at home. And how would a CEO conduct themselves? This is like my biggest pet, pet peeve about people in business, just calling themselves CEOs because it's their business. Like you ain't a CEO if you ain't acting like one. And if you go into your boo and you all emotional, you are not acting like a CEO. You have to remember everybody tunes into the station called WIIFM. What's in it for him? What's in it for your family? And how do you present that in a way that makes it a no brainer to make this, to make the investment? Because again, I tell you, men are logical. 
Yep. Very logical. If there is a concrete plan of how it's going to happen, then the answer is only okay. But it's when all of this stuff, like April said, when it's all emotional and it's not thought out and you haven't figured out how to make your pitch, right? The same pitching you need to do to get a new client is the same pitching you need to do to get a new investor. And in this particular instance, if the money isn't coming into your business, your husband is the investor and you're expecting him to make an investment when you're not showing him everything he needs to know about the investment. So April gave maybe five or six different things that this presentation needs to include. I'm going to have her slow down. She said she just rolled them off her tongue. Like, well, yeah, right. Just one page. Yeah. And I'm going to have you slow it down so I can write it down so that in the show notes, you guys will know what you need to put together the next time you need to go and ask your husband to be an investor in your business. Do you notice the words that I'm using? Yeah. Right? Because whenever there's an investment, there's a return on the investment. Right. And so if you can show him the return, then he'll show you the investment. It's that simple. Okay. So this is what I want to do. And here's why. That's the yep. first thing I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the type of support I need from you. Understand the type of support because a lot of people, women love to say he's not supporting me, but you never articulated what support looks like. Yeah. It's support him, you know, do, be, being the DJ, the audio visual guy is support right. him writing a check is support him showing up. What does support look like for right. you? So be clear on that. Um, the, uh, the next thing I would say is uh, what you are going, what you're going to do. So you're saying, okay, this is what I need from you. And that support is going to enable me to be able to do these things. These are the three bullet points I'm committed to doing, you know, and, and then what does the money look like? You know, what is the potential for you to actually generate money to bring into the household? And then what does investments look like? What does the business actually need? So you may say to your husband, I need a new website, babe. I need a new this. And then you guys can chart out a plan. And you can have a dollar, some rough dollar amounts next to each, you know, five of your bullet points of things you need. Babe, I need a photo shoot. I need to hire a Darnielle or April or, or right. a new copywriter. But give him some idea. And then he can look at it and say, okay, this is how we can do this. Because you're asking how. Right. Yeah, I think that's good. And I think the other thing that's really great about putting into what's possible from an investment standpoint and what I would offer to add in there is then have him vision cast with you. Mm -hmm. when this goes, when we complete this and we've generated $25,000, how would you like us to spend that $25,000? Because now people support what they help to create. Absolutely. Now he's vision casting with you and he can see, oh, I can get a new car or I know (laughs) we can finally take that trip to whatever, or, you know, we could finish the basement and I could get my man cave, like whatever it is, help him vision cast about which portion of everything that comes in is going to go into the household and then how that money is going to be spent. Absolutely. People Absolutely. They help to create, write that down. Listen, um, and I think, I just think it's important. And, and so for me, um, because I am, uh, I did get a divorce and I am in a new relationship. It is, I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> I'm not telling you what I read. Right. You know, I'm telling you what I know. And there is there. It makes no sense to be victorious if you're gonna end up by yourself, you know. And it just <laughs> you have it to just pause when the purple hand clapper goes off so that everybody can hear the hand clap. So no, it just it being no victorious sense. if you're gonna be by yourself. Yeah, it just you know it's not it's not cool. And uh, this all you know. And, and again, because every and and even if let me say this, 
even if you don't have to have those conversations necessarily, mm-hmm. I think women needs, still need to be inclusive. Right. You still need to be inclusive. You okay. know, even though I didn't have to ask, I still was inclusive. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what, you know, um, so you still need to be inclusive. I think that's- Absolutely. Yeah, we, I mean, my husband and I, we have a team meeting every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And during the team meeting on Wednesday, I bring in what I'm working on in the business and, you know, the role, like I, I, everything you're saying is what I bring in, but I make sure he understands, right? Like, you know what? I'm going to be traveling a lot over the next couple of months, but this yeah. is what's projected to come in. And this is what I have for you as a result of that happening, as you support me, right? Mm-hmm. I also believe that, and I don't know how often this is happening for those women who are out there, but clients at Incredible Factor University, they all are also members of the Back It Up Society. That means they backing it up. So you know exactly what I mean when I say back it up, because part of the reason your husband ain't supporting your business is you don't neglected your wifely duties. It is okay to be a CEO, but you have to remember that you are also a wife. That's right. Wife has roles and responsibilities that her husband needs to have on a continuous and regular regular basis to even consider anything else that the CEO might want, especially if the CEO's business isn't doing what it needs to do. Absolutely. Period. Point blank. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely team that. Um, But you know what? Also, you know, one of the things I think too, like, just even being creative, you know, with it, because I think relationships are really important. Like, I'm I'm really having a lot of fun right now. And I think they're really important. And it's fun to, you know, fly him down to the event, you know, if he has a day job and, and you don't. Fly him down on a Friday and get it in and go speak, right. you know, and, and then go to dinner. Let him find, you know, he can explore the city or whatever. But you can be inclusive just because you're doing these things. It doesn't mean that you can't include the family. You know, I think those things are really important because sometimes, you know, like, for example, and I'm just going to use my mom for an example. Well, I can use Boo, actually. I can use Plus One. So he had never, he seen me on live and he seen me, you know, um, of course, talking, but he's never really seen me on the stage. Mm-hmm. I think he had a whole different respect for me when he came to my conference mm-hmm. and he saw me really in my element. He was just like, Ew, you know, and, <laughs> you know, it does something else. And, that, and because men want to be they're like, yeah, that's my woman. That's my right. wife. Yeah, my husband said the same thing the first time he came to, I think the first event he worked with me was probably Profit from Live Events. Mm-hmm. But, and, and Profit from Live Events is so low key in comparison to Breakthrough, right? So Breakthrough, there's a stage and there's lights and all of that. And he was like, mm-hmm. we went in, we had to go take us a little break. I think y'all know exactly what I'm saying. But it does, it does something for them because you have to remember men are machismo and ego and they want to flaunt and floss and they it is not their desire to shut you down and have you feeling less than but you got to speak their language just like we need to understand you know of the five love languages which ones are your husband's and and speak to him in his love language instead of speaking to him in your love language the same thing applies in life and in business because they are congruent and you cannot have a booming business if you have a busted life so you have got to make sure that you remember that you got two jobs. Job yeah. one, believe it or not, is wife. That's job one. But CEO can still exist because you have a role to play and you need to know when it's time to switch in and out of them and communicate. If you're not having your version of a team meeting with your husband to just talk through life and, and truly be partners, to so go all the way back to what April said at the beginning of our time together, 
to prevent the permission base from ever creeping into your partnership, the only way it's going to be partnership is if you guys are on a level playing field on a consistent basis and connecting as well as communicating. Absolutely. Because as April said, you don't need to communicate to connect, but you absolutely need to connect to, to really get yourself to where it is you want to be. Absolutely. And I, and I really love this conversation and I, and I would love just the feedback from the podcast um, viewers and listeners as well, because I think it's just so important. And, and I love it when I see men supporting their women and husbands supporting their wives when they're, you know, in business, it's, it's just, it's so important to me. And I used to say it when I was married, I used to say it all the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, I really want that. And, and I didn't, and I, and I attracted it. It just wasn't with my husband, right. you know? And, <laughs> but I, I really was like, this is so great. Like, um, because when it's in you, it's in you and you can't, you know, when you're a really driven woman, you can hardly go 20 minutes without talking about business and you don't even hardly get exhausted. You know, and it's just nice to have someone that respects that, who can own that with you, um, because they feel like you're 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 on your way. You know, right. this isn't a burden. You're not just um, pipe dreaming. And so, it's important, right. I think, um, for women. So, I think that this is 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 worthy dialogue to listen to again and again yes. um, to kind of get it in your head. Because, like you said, Darnielle, in regards to you know, you're a wife and you're a CEO. And you are other things, a mama, an auntie, right. a friend. You're right. trying to, we juggling a whole lot. Right. Um, but you got to recognize too that it's so, I, I promise you, and this may sound woo woo, I'm telling you, life feels so good when the man that is with you is fully supportive of it's, what you're doing. It's for you. When the man that is with you is for you, life is juicy good. Like, it changes everything. You got, you know that feeling. I know mostly women listen to this podcast and what I'm about to say might be slightly inappropriate, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. You know that feeling that you feel? Y'all know what feeling I'm talking about? Imagine that all the time because your man has your back. Yeah. And he's so proud of what it is that you're doing that he would do anything to make sure that you get to keep showing up in the world and shaking the planet the way you want to shake the planet. And you know what? That helps. That helps too with some confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you know, for, for, because the one thing I tell Boo all the time is, I was like, I just really appreciate you believing in me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just like, hey, I believe in me, but it's nice that you do too. Right, exactly. Because yeah. I think us, because of the women that we are and we know our purpose and what we're here to do, like, we don't ever question if we're supposed to be doing, if we're supposed exactly. to be up, right? right? We don't ever question that. But it does feel good when the people who really love you and have seen you when you weren't on yep. hey I'm proud of you like my husband will just text me that out of the blue sometimes and it'll just it'll just cause me to become soft and pink yeah. right because you know the the blue girl is the one who runs the business right yeah. she's all dominant all in she's dominating or dying all day <laughs> long but you know I literally walk out of my office and go into the house and the wife shows up right yeah. and when I get those messages it makes me want to stay in that soft and pink because all he wants is to take care of me and to know that I'm safe. Mm -hmm. All he really wants, right? That's all your husband really wants. But you yeah. guys have to, you have to learn how to invite them, them in. Don't yeah. start a business in secret. You know, share your plans. If you don't, one of the best things I can tell you that we started doing when we were dating was creating vision boards together. Get him used to envisioning his future and what's possible for him. 
Like, I, I was literally just having this conversation with my husband earlier today. Uh, for those of you who don't know, my office is adjacent to my home. We built a house last year and we built a suite onto the home for the office. And so it's literally like a two second commute. But anyway, so I was just in with my husband and he worked with me for a year and a half in the business, but he didn't love it. And I don't think I get to do what I love every single day and you have to suck it up. Absolutely. So I said, okay, take time, go take classes, go to school, figure out what you want to do. And then when you find it, do it. But until you find it, I got us. We good. We all right. So he said to me today, because he, he's interviewing for positions, and he's like, I think you messed me up. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you done taught me that I can have what I want, and you know, I shouldn't settle. I shouldn't just settle for having a job. I should do only what I love. And now I'm looking at these jobs like, and I'm like, and you know what? And I mean that. And yeah. I don't want you to take a job until it's the one that you want to do. Yeah. Because life is too short. To be in a situation you don't love it. And I'm saying that to you women that are listening so that you can invite, enroll your husband into your vision by showing him or allowing him the opportunity to create his own vision. He may have never dreamt about the possibility of anything that you find yourself dreaming about because you're in a space where you are getting personally developed on a consistent yes. basis. Yes. My husband had never experienced personal development before we got together. That's I took it. him to this first live event. Listen, boo neither. Let me tell you, all the stuff that I've been telling him for three years, he literally was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> so-and-so. And I had him listen to one person in particular. He told me a year and a half ago, oh my God, I hate it. So the other, so about a month ago, we were laying there and I said, oh, you know, he wanted to hear a little meditation something. I said, let me just play this. So I played it. He was like, oh my God, I love it. I can listen to that forever. I want I want to hear more. And I didn't say a word. Yeah. I didn't say a word for about 15 minutes. And then I say, you know, babe. <laughs> but but then also then he sends me, you know, I've been following Gary Vee and I've been, you know, and then then literally yesterday, he's messages me on Instagram and he's like, Oh my God, listen to what Gary Vee said. Right. And so we we're and I think what women don't understand is that we are so influential in a relationship. Yeah. Baby, you live in where you live because of you. You right. drive what you drive because of you. You eating what you eating because of you. The doctor y'all going to is probably because of you. The right. toothpaste you use is probably because of you. Right. I mean, that is a lot of us. It is. It's a lot of influence. And you have the ability to really craft it in such a way that it serves your relationship. So we're not suggesting that you do this just to manipulate the, your husband to get what you want. We're talking about moving from permission-based to partner. That's what we're talking about. And the things that you need to do, if you right now today, your business needs to be initially funded from your household. Yep. There is a way to make it happen, but it's not going to happen if you don't understand the language that your husband needs to hear and interpret in, in order to be able to make a decision that supports what you know is valid and true for you right now, because he can't see it. And he got it honestly, because he knew you win. That's it. You win. And for whatever reason, him progressing to the next level and being developed took a backseat to providing for you and your children. So you can't fault him for making sure that the light stayed on and there was food on the table. You can't fault him for that. But if you now want there to be a new normal, you have got to introduce him to that new normal by giving him a space to support what he would like to create. So that while he's bought in, it becomes easier for you to get the things that you truly desire because women, and this is statistical, I don't know the exact number, but women 
are in leaps and drones are making more as entrepreneurs than husbands that work all day, every day of the week. And the numbers are only rising. So you really have the potential to, from your ground floor opportunity at this moment, to really co-create something with your spouse that could really shake the planet one day. It is so possible. And we're, April and I are going to hold that space for you until yeah. you get there, but it is going to require that you do some work and do some due diligence. So we expect you to create your plan and present it to your husband in a forum that can be taken seriously, yeah. respected, and actioned upon. Yes. It's not happen as soon as you climb off the top of him. Well, and then, oh, I'm just saying. And, yes, then, I'm saying. and then, let me just say this. Do it anyway. Even if you don't have an ask right now, even if, you don't, even if you're good, do yeah. it anyway. It, it, it just, it feels so, it's so respectful to mm-hmm. be inclusive, you know, just do it anyway, just so he knows what you up to, right. you know, in that meeting, like Darnielle was saying, like, just so he knows what you're up to. So just do it anyway. Um, just so he knows, like, like she's serious about this and this is what my wife does, you right. know, and he, and he can articulate it, you know, cause half the time they don't even know what to tell people we do. Right. <laughs> and then once, once he's on board and you, you are able to, um, solidify making the investment and, you know, whatever you're going to do to move the business forward and the business starts to generate, here's what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care if you take all of the money by credit card. I want you to cash that money out of your bank account. I want you to hand it to your husband with a deposit slip and I want you to ask him to go make the deposit. Oh, let me tell you, this will make him a believer. So if it all comes in on PayPal, you cash that money and you send it to your checking account, you go take it out of the bank, you hand it to him. Hey, babe, can you deposit the money that came in from the business this week? And you let him deposit it. Men are logical. Oh, he's going to feel he's Then it's going to become your accountability partner. Listen. Then it's going to start asking you, what did you do today to generate? Because he's thinking about the goal and the vision that you created together for what's going to happen once you hit this milestone in the business. And then you'll be fully supported. And I mean, you might, he might even start getting on your nerves. And you'll be like, babe, did, did we... Did <laughs> Listen, you get your new clients today. Did anybody opt in today? He gonna start speaking the lingo for the business. You gonna start getting Valentine's Day Mickey on on every day, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna cha- it will change the game of your relationship and what I is possible. And then that. the partnership will truly form. And then you guys will have the ability to decide: Do you want to create something together? Right? Because it, it might sound cool for him to come and work with you. That's what I thought it would be cool, but he didn't love it so much. So now we're creating another business, a real estate interest together. Mm-hmm. So it's ours from the start. It wasn't mine and he came into it. It's ours we created together because we went through this process and envisioned what we wanted to do together as we start our family and build our legacy. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's only wins that come out of understanding why your husband doesn't support you and what to do about it and how to shift and change it. And it'll only get better if you continue to take the steps. So I agree with April. You guys need to listen back to this episode yes. as many times as you need to. Shoot, you might even want to have download and have it transcribed. So you can just exactly. read it like a book, highlighting where you need to highlight so that you can catch the nuggets. And just as a reminder, remember that the guy that you married, he signed up to be your partner. So mm. remind yourselves of that partnership and get away from that permission-based nonsense. And truly go out there and change the world together. Because I know it's possible. Absolutely. So, April, anything else you want to share specifically about this before I have you talk a little bit about what's going on with you and how people can connect with you? I think that, 
I just want women to realize that that there is just such value in in your contribution to the world. And I think sometimes we forget that because we are overwhelmed. You don't know what to do. You're wearing all these hats. Um, business can be, you know, topsy turvy at times. And um, you know, just don't forget that, and don't forget the amount of influence that you do have. We we mold this world, and I think. As long as you remember that, every time you look at that toothpaste, you just think, I, I picked that. Right. You know, those, those grapes, them the ones you like. Right, exactly. Every time, just remember your influence and and continue to kind of push forward and and continue to grow. Mm, that was so good. That was so good. Okay, so April, tell everybody, those who don't know how they can find you, even though I don't know that there's anybody who doesn't know who you are, but just in case, tell everybody where you are dominating. Yeah, absolutely. So really, you can follow me anywhere on social media. I really love to camp out on, in my Facebook group, Influencer Domination, Monetize Your Impact. Um, love to be there. Um, I'm, I'm re-following in love with Instagram, so you can follow me at Epic April there. And um, yeah, just kind of stay abreast. I, I do a lot of different things, and you can best know what all that is and, and who I am multidimensionally just by subscribing to me socially, because I'm pretty much an open book, so I share a lot. Yeah, and we'll make sure that we put your information in the show notes. Well, as you know, as we are rounding out every single episode, we ask our incredible factor wisdom questions. <laughs> so first question is, what is your favorite quote? Uh, I don't actually have a favorite quote, but it, there is a quote that I like um, by Oprah. And it is, um, you can either see yourself as a wave in the ocean or you can see yourself as an ocean. And I think that just speaks to the bigness of us. And I think sometimes we forget that we are so big and energetic. And, uh, and so I really do love that quote. Ooh, that was good. Look, I was supposed to be writing it down. I was so in it that I didn't even write it down. Oh, you can, you can either see yourself as a wave in the ocean or you can see yourself as the ocean. That's good. Yeah. And then what is the last book you read? Uh, the last book I read is called Influencer by Stan Toller. I think it's 11 ways to... Leverage Your Influence by Stan Toller. And I'm not done reading it. I'm on part two now. Okay. That's what I'm currently reading. Um, Just because I'm really just honing in on influence and leadership and what it takes for us to do what we do. Yeah. And and I just want to just a quick sidebar to that. For those of you who are listening, you've heard her use the word influence probably, I don't know, maybe 20 times during this interview. And she's reading about influence. So school is never out for the pro. You, you need mastery and mastery doesn't happen until you have at least 10,000 hours, as they say. I think it was Jim Rohn who said it first. So just keep that in mind. Whatever your thing is, what you want to be known for, perfect that thing, master that thing, read about that thing. I'll put the link to this particular book in the show notes as well. And then last but not least, when it comes to your business, what is one tool that you absolutely swear by in order to grow your business? Marketing automation software. Marketing automation. And she uses Entreport. Mm-hmm. I will put a link to Entreport in the show notes. All right. There you have it. April Franks. Dominate or die. Dominate or die. Boo, what we going to do? All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We'll see you again real soon. Take care. Didn't I tell you that you were going to love April? Listen, if you enjoyed our conversation and you want to connect directly with April, check out the show notes for a link to how you can find her on social media. As she shared with you, she's all things social and her life really is an open book.
you will be amazed as you come into her world. So you want to make sure you check out the show notes. And again, shout out to the Six Figure Cashflow Club. Join us on Facebook in my exclusive community for training, laser coaching, and strategy to help you leverage your incredible factor and position yourself to unlock six-figure cash flow in your business. As you know, having a six-figure business is not the same thing as having six-figure cash flow. But if you hang out with your girl by joining me at sixfigurecashflowclub.com, I got you on lock and I'll help you to cross that path as soon as you can. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor Business Podcast. I'd really love to help you grow a business that funds the life you crave while doing work that shakes the planet. Get started today by applying for a discovery session with me or a member of my team at darnielle.com forward slash session. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, you do deserve a business that funds the life you crave. Take care.